is the Flex Network. <laughs> this is the Flex Network. Flex on them. Flex on everybody. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Flex Network. I'm your host, Flex Shane. You can follow me on Twitter at the Flex Network One. I'm joined, of course, by the magician himself, Brandon Adam at Brandon D Adam 19 on Twitter. Brandon, how the hell are you doing? Oh, just so good, dude. Just so good. Ready to talk some running backs with you and uh get get my list torn apart as usual. But you know, it's okay. Like you not everybody has to think like me. It's okay. You are a glutton for punishment, and I respect <laughs> that, Brandon. I respect that. That's what makes this job fun. For sure. Um, our, our boy Mike is not going to be joining us this morning. Nope. He uh, he has other real-life responsibilities, so respect, Mike. Um, stay safe, and uh, we'll, we'll hit you up next week. But, uh, yep. man, holy crap. That divisional round last week was something <laughs> else. That was something <laughs> else, man. It's the first time in history where the divisional round ended where – pretty much by like a walk-off score in all four games. So, you know, it's funny. Like at the start of the games, it was very defensive heavy for most of the, you know, especially the first three games. And then it just came like the, that fourth quarter man, or in some cases overtime for that KC Bills game was just yeah. off the chain, brother. Like it was, it was sick. So first of all, Brandon, how, how are we feeling about, about the matchups this week, the conference matchups? Oh, we got, of course, Cincy at KC. And then the Rams at San Francisco, the Battle of California, as it were. I know, I know. The whole public, betting public, is all over the favorites, right? Oh, yeah. So it's just so heavy. I'm thinking about going against the public in one of the games. I don't know which one yet, but I'm going to pick one where I can go against them. And um, I think... I think Don't the best we're, we're here to give our damn opinions, Brandon. I think, I, I think the, I think the, I think the Niners have the yeah. toughness to beat the Rams. Um, I think that is more possible than the Bengals beating the chiefs right now. Like, I, I mean, I, I'm in, I'm in full you, love yeah. with Joe Burrow. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I just think this is a year too early. I think he, I think this is the games that he needed to get, Dude in and play in so he can make a real run but dude he's only a game away you never know like he could especially with that offense like that offense that they have is so explosive yeah our boy clip is watching a show clip thanks for joining brother of course you're saying since the 49ers would be great yeah. i think there's like a level of fatigue with the kansas city chiefs yeah um as a longtime patriots fan i i get why the public would be against mm-hmm. it right i mean pretty much everybody hates the patriots like they're yep. like mortal enemy number one uh so I, I get it people are just fatigued with kansas city but you gotta you gotta appreciate the fact that patrick mahomes since he's been the starter has played in the championship game every single damn year like that he's a goat like he is another goat so good, dude. like it's so Brandon, nuts you know what's you know what's freaking crazy to me dude the fact that come like pretty much like the entire season people are like what's wrong with the chiefs there's I know. something wrong with the Chiefs. And, and what did wait. I say? <laughs> I, I don't know what would you say. Just what did I it? say in week nine? I week nine, the, the week before they played the Raiders, I was like, they are just bored. That's <laughs> all they're yeah. bored. You know they're bored. That, like that that is perfect. You know what it is? It's like it's like the kid in school who yeah. just he's he's never like he doesn't or he or she doesn't show up for class on time. Yeah. You know, they skip a lot of classes. 
And then they're they just go too and they smart. walk in. Well, then they go and they walk into the exam, and it's like, oh, shit, 98%. Well, it's exactly. Because like, you're, you're smarter than everybody else. You're too damn bored. Yeah, I, I think – I honestly believe they were they were bored in the beginning of the year. And w- remember in that one league, that one uh, veterans league where I drafted Mahomes? Yeah. And, because everybody every, – I got him in the fourth round. <laughs> like, like that was insane to me. And I, I took – I scooped him up so quick and – the Chiefs are uh, just a juggernaut, but I they the game, are. I am I really I'm, I'm going to enjoy the hell out of that AFC Championship. That is going to be a heck of a game. I'm, so, I'm putting I, I like I'm putting some prop bets down on that one. Yeah. It's going to be fun. Yeah, man. Our boy Clip saying, of course, that Ceh was a wrong. Yeah, he was a wrong choice for the Chiefs. Let 100. Let, let us just say this, okay? It is okay to take a luxury pick yep. in rounds. What? Four plus because it's like that three. Point, I was gonna say three, uh, dude. There's still a lot of talent in round three. There's I understand still a ton of talent in round three. Okay, maybe maybe round three you can take a luxury pick, but in round one, let this like let this be a lesson. Like, what if just hypothetically? Okay, I would argue round one any running back is a bit of a luxury pick, right? Could you imagine Jonathan Taylor on the Chiefs? Could you imagine DeAndre Swift on the Chiefs? Uh, Swift, J.K. Would be Dobbins, the Cam Akers, Swift. literally Jeez. anybody but Ceh, right? Yeah, like we we were all saying, man, this is this is whack when it happened. Yeah, and okay, Brent Clip saying three and a half. Yeah, I, I agree with you, right? Because if you're in the back half in round three, chances are you're a good team. Maybe yep. then you can take a luxury pick, but do not do that. It's made yep. a mistake. Look, the Chiefs needed a freaking wide receiver. They made a mistake. Yep. They just made a yep. mistake. But we're not going to dwell on that. We're not going to dwell on that. Don't worry. Think- don't worry. The Chiefs are going to get Odell Beckham this off season. Watch. That's that's the rumblings. Hey? That's my that call. That's my call. I've been saying it for weeks, too, and in our threads, too. And you wouldn't respond about Odell Beckham in our threads because you you got such disdain Me? for Odell. Yeah. You no, okay. I even said it. All before right. all this news that came out, I was like, Odell is going to end up signing with the Chiefs next year. And Pat Mahomes is going to go absolute nuclear again, and it's going to be gnarly. And Here's nobody – you and Mike both ignored me because you ignored Odell Beckham Jr. You you keep ignoring him, and I, I keep believing. I was okay. I was okay to, to miss on Odell Beckham Jr. this yeah. year. Listen, like, yeah, he, he came and he scored well. – there's something like five touchdowns in seven games, or I, I can't remember the exact stat, but yeah, Killing obviously it. he's been more productive, right? And so respect, right? I like Killing the fact it. that Odell himself has has actually come out and, and produced, right? That's better for fantasy football. Mm-hmm. I am tired of Odell because it's like you're flipping him, you're, you're, you're hitting and missing every ever excuse me, every single year with this guy. And at some point it's like, all right, let's let somebody else be the hero, man. It's like I the understand. Josh thing. Let somebody else be the hero. There's a lot of good players in round five where Odell was going last year. Just let somebody else be the hero. So I got you. I don't feel bad at all. I don't feel bad, but Odell, he's still to the Chiefs. Off. To the Chiefs so, would be yeah, respect <laughs> for that, man. It's gonna be crazy. So uh before we get into Brandon's top 10 running yeah. back prospects for 2022, um, what do you think about Brian Dable going to the uh the, the New York Giants. I, I have kind of mixed emotions about this. It's almost like wasted talent, but yeah. at the same time, you need that culture, right? So Brian Dable was the OC for the Buffalo Bills, uh, and he did call plays, I believe, right for for Josh yeah. Allen. He did, yeah, yeah. Oh, hundred, dude. Brian Dable has been one hundred percent in control of the offense in Buffalo. Um, yeah. They, you know what, with Kadarius Tony, Barkley, Galladay. Um, they can sign more people. They got Evan Ingram still, I think. Maybe I think Evan uh, Ingram might be a free agent. He's a, slot. he's a free agent this year. Yeah, he might be a free agent. So they might be drafting some more talent for that side of the ball. 
but all the dude brian dayball is so so damn talented um i i'm actually for the city of new york and for football in in general this is great because yeah. when the giants are big nfl's bigger it you never know and with brian dayball Hey, remember, there's been whisperings about Russell Wilson and New York Giants, right? You never yeah. know. If you get a guy yeah. like Brian yeah. Dayball and you get a guy like Russell Wilson, you bring him in on trade, I can totally see that trade happening. The Giants have the ammo to go do this. Um, it doesn't mean DJ's there 100%. It just means – I also it also to me means that Dayball is comfortable, at least for this year, to have DJ – or Daniel Jones in his offense and try to fix his problems. But honestly, I mean, we can't, we got to be fair to Daniel Jones a little bit here. Oh, yeah. Like that, that, that whole team this year was injured. Correct. I mean, it literally, Pretty every, much, yeah. everybody on that offense was injured and it was just chunks of offense and production off the field for DJ. And it was just him running around trying to make plays and when he was healthy, he got killed. When he was healthy, yeah, he got killed because he had no line as well. Yeah. Like the the poor guy was getting sacked every single play. It seemed like, and I I just feel like with Dayball there, they're they're totally gonna focus on in on that line. They're gonna get protection, and if they do keep DJ, I actually love it for DJ, and that's a sneaky super flex guy that you could possibly trade for on the cheap. Because people have been scorned by him, you know, like it's just what it is. But at at worst, you know, if if D, if if they do go get a quarterback, DJ is going to go to another team as a starting quarterback because he'll be a part of who's, that deal. Like, who's better? Like, I, is it like Jimmy Garoppolo or Daniel Jones? Um, like, ah, who, man. Okay, so talent let's wise, talk, I, yeah, let's talk about talent, let's talk let's talk NFL and let's talk about fantasy football. And okay, NFL. Probably Jimmy, fantasy DJ, just because of the running floor for Daniel Jones, he has that yeah. in him. Um, and dude, Jimmy, G, I think Jimmy G is gonna end up going to like the Redskins or something. I think he's gonna be a Redskin or a, not watching football, watching football team. I'm sorry, my bad guys. And uh, yeah, not making a joke. That was just me being me. I know. Um, you're just I'm just. But uh, I'm just. Uh, you know, I, I can see Jimmy G moving on, and I I would like him to be on a decent team because he's actually an all right quarterback in real life, and he he's okay. He's just not a great fantasy guy. Like he's just not going to put up those monster games. He's you know we we talked about it last week when we were doing your quarterback rankings. He he's anywhere between fifteen to twenty five in the league, right? Like yeah, he, and and then he has maybe like some top ten in fantasy, like upside yeah. potential, but he's not going to blow the, the the doors off no. by any stretch. You know, no, he's um, a super flex guy. Like yeah, you know, yeah. no one QB league, you won't even think about either of these guys. Yeah, I think that, I think it's interesting. I mean, it's, it's a good conversation. Um, so we're we're going to be talking about running backs today. Yep. Uh, you sent me your top 10. You sent me yep. honorable mentions. And there was a guy who, speaking of the Giants, was not on that list. Where are you oh. at on Saquon Barkley next year? Like, if, if you know, close your eyes, crystal ball, mind's eye. Where are you drafting this guy next year? Where, where, where would Brandon D. Adam 19 on Twitter draft him? And then second question, where will he be going in drafts? I think he'll end up going higher as we get closer to the season. Yeah. You could definitely in best balls get massive value in it right now with him. Um, I, I, I honestly, 
how can you not believe in his talent? The guy is talented. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, like it's just he had J- you know, Jason Garrett <laughs> as his OC, man. Like, like yeah. he, that guy's terrible. Can we not understand that he's a terrible coach? Like the guy was a terrible coach. The only reason he did decent in Dallas is because of talent. Um, yeah. and he had one of the best offensive linemen in the league, offensive lines in the league when he was there. Um, and then he goes to the worst offensive line and look what happens. Like he just, it's just, his offense is terrible, but Saquon, he's talented. I think you could buy the dip on him. And I think you're all right with him. Brandon. What? Just getting around the damn question. What do you want? Where are you taking Saquon Barkley in drafts and where where is he going to go? I think he's good. The turn of the third. third. Yeah. I I, I think at the beginning of the turn, I think I would take Saquon. But the two, three or three, four, three, four. Three, four. Okay. I, yeah. That's, you know, think good minds. That That's where DeAndre Swift was going last year, right? Yep. Or, yeah, in 2021. So he was going yep. right around the end of the third, early fourth round. As, yep. as the, you know, uh, the draft season got closer to the start date, he went lower and lower into the third round. But yeah, I think Saquon's probably going to go right around that three, four turn. I am willing to take a, a, a shot on him if uh, yeah. in the fourth round, like right at the early fourth round. Maybe I'll do it in the third. third. I, I believe in the yeah. talent. I think he's yeah. just, especially with Dayball. I mean, even though Dayball never even used a running back in Buffalo, yeah. but I think he's going to understand that he's got a dude in the backfield that he can use and make life easier for DJ. And I think he will do that. I think he will make it simpler for that Giants offense for DJ and for everybody around him and, and lean on Barkley. I think he will yeah. lean on Barkley because, Hey man, this is Barkley's last year. It like they may as well throw a massive workload on this guy and try and ride him until he gets hurt. Yeah. Until <laughs> he gets hurt. He like, yeah. Hey, until he, that's with every running back, you ride them until yeah, they break. And that's Absolutely. pretty much what you do. Speaking of running backs, speaking of breaking people, let's yep. get into Brandon's running backs for 2022. All right, so we do have a fancy graphic for those of you who are viewing us on Twitter or on uh, on YouTube, of course. Mm-hmm. Uh, so let's start with your with your bottom ten. So yep. at number ten, Brandon has Cam Akers. At number nine, Dalvin Cook. At number eight, Javante Williams. Number seven, your boy Antonio Gibson. And then number yeah. six, DeAndre Swift. So let's start at the top there. Let's start at Cam sure. Akers, okay? Sure. So Cam Akers missed the entire, well, pretty much the entire 2021 season. The entire season, yep. He had one game at the end of the season, didn't do much, came into the playoffs, and man, he's not getting all the works because, you know, Sony's still there. But boy, oh boy. Just he's getting a big workload. Good, baby. Oh, he mm-hmm. looks good. But, but what was so impressive is that the fact that Sony Michelle's been productive, right? But then when you when you watch Sony versus Cam and what they're doing with their opportunities and with their touches, yeah, Cam just looks electric. So yeah, tell me about Cam Akers. Tell me about your outlook going into next year. Can the man stay healthy? Because my God, we see the talent. Yeah. So the nickname for Cam Akers is War Daddy. This man Ooh. is a freak show, and we were just unfortunate to not see it this year. Uh, he's in a top five offense. He's got a good line in front of him. He's got a stable quarterback that doesn't run. So a lot of that passing down work is going to flow through Cam Akers. And Cam Akers is a hell of a dual threat running back. And, you know, 
I understand he had a bad game in the playoffs with the fumbles, but you know, yeah. the, stepping right into the playoffs from cold at, with a to- coming back from a torn Achilles. I mean, that took some major, major heart to do. And I like, I just love the guy's work ethic to be able to come back and be ready for the playoffs for the Rams and make this Super Bowl run, which I think is going to happen. I think they're going to be in LA. You know, they, they should win this game. They should win this game. But, you know, I, I just feel like the Rams, they're just getting started, man. Like, I really think yeah. that the Rams is just getting started. And I think a lot of this offense, I think the struggles of Matthew Stafford – were because they just weren't leaning on the run like they would have if Cam Akers was there. I feel like they are way more comfortable with Cam Akers being back there, even with Sony Michelle producing, doing pretty good. I think they will lean more heavily on that. And McVay loves that play action, right? Like he's yeah. got to establish Cam. Like okay, Cam so, is going to be established. And uh, let's let's go back to the other question: Where is he going to be drafted, and where drafted. are you drafting him? He's going to be. I think he's going to be drafted mid-second round. Yeah. Uh, mid-second. And I think – but if he starts just being electric in training camp and we start seeing crazy stuff, like he's the type of guy and type of name that people get really excited about because of the team he's on. I could totally yep. see him getting pushed up to the top of the second, maybe back end of the first by the time um, August August and people- August comes around. So people we'll are going to be so hungry this year. Like, yeah, uh, Mike, Mike sent us his rankings before the show today and he, he just gave, okay, this is what, he, how he foresees him building his teams. Right. Yep. Um, he sees a running back either in round one or two. He sees going a wide receiver hard or getting one of those elite tight ends and then yep. coming back in that quote dead zone. Dead zone. One of these Michael Carter type players. Oh, right. My, if you can get Michael Carter in that zone, that's amazing. Like, like that's pretty interesting, but here's the thing, man. If you can like, if you say so you're at the end of the, the tail end of of round one, right? So you're at the one ten or something like that. If you're yeah. going and you're getting like maybe like a Joe Mixon or a Najee Harris or a DeAndre Swift, you're coming back, and then one of these guys like Dalvin Cook or maybe Antonio Gibson falls there, or cool Cam Akers is there. Like, I can see building going bam, bam, running back, running back, and just like that's it, man. Look, we understand they're going to get hurt, but these guys are elite talents. Right. Yeah. And they really do make a difference. And then especially in PPR leagues, you can make up those PPR points later. So, I, yeah, man, I, I don't know. I We talked about hero RB, but when I'm in a draft, I think, man, I like to build my teams with those two stud running backs. And then I feel pretty damn good about it because I know I can get a Cole Beasley type player and Gabriel Davis type player later. Yes. And fill up that wide receiver core, you know? Yes. Gabriel Davis. I just dude, Gabriel Davis, man, that's going to be a name. That yeah. people are gonna be going to war over in the off season. I swear. Like I got, I got people that think he's just complete garbage, and then I, I see people that think he's the next Chris, Chris Godwin. Like he's literally like there, there's both camps, man. I'm excited yeah. about it. I, I'm more leaning towards the the Davis is gonna explode in 2022. But anyways, about running backs though, Cam, we just. We just haven't even seen his upside yet. And I think yeah. his upside could be top five if they give the rock to him like I think they want to. So yeah. I just I just feel I just feel like they may I don't think they're gonna like baby him at all next year. I think they're just gonna roll 
and they got they got to work on his confidence. You know, the fact yeah. that he had two fumbles last week, this week's going to be huge for him, right? Yeah. This week, and then look, this is a tough defense to run against if, too. Yeah, if they win this week and uh, going up against the Niners, and th- he has a, a you know a decent showing, and he doesn't fumble the ball or doesn't turn the ball over, last week's forgotten. That's it. It's out yep. of our system, right? Yep. Uh, it's going to be interesting. I, I agree with you. I think that it's going to go right around the end of probably round or uh, yeah, round one, early round two. I think that's yep. that's going to be the sweet spot. Uh, yep. let, let's go to Dalvin Cook. So Dalvin Cook, we actually have some data on this week. Yep. So he's your ninth ranked running back coming yep. up next year. In terms of points per game this this season, he finished as the uh, RB eleven, which yep. is pretty respectable. But he was being drafted in the top three pretty consistently last year. So yep. and, you know, it, it hurt injuries, yeah, injuries, well, man. I'm talking about points per game straight up, right? He yeah. finished number yeah. 11 points per game. Okay, so this isn't total points. Um, fantasy points per snap, he had 0.36, which is pretty respectable. The, the man we're going to get to later, Austin Eckler had 1.146 fantasy points per snap, which is absolutely <laughs> maniacal, which is pretty crazy. But <laughs> Jesus. Like, like we are so – like, I, I, have, I, I can never forgive myself for not going harder on – Eckler last year like oh I should have went harder we, I should have listened to Michael D a little bit and we talked about I should have went harder about it yeah we, had, we did we had we, we had, had JT Jonathan, there we had, J, we had JT and Antonio Gibson ranked ahead of him look it's yep we, we were did. right on JT brother we weren't yep. right on we, Austin, on, uh, on on the great Antonio Gibson but not we're yet. talking about Dalvin Cook all right so yeah. here here's the thing about Dalvin Cook right he is a stud but he is getting up there in age and that's what worries me a little bit so as of right now he's about 26 years old that is past the age index for running backs, right? Which is about 24, 25 years old. So he's on on the downward slope uh, on that team. We saw it this year. We've seen it. I would say early in his career, he he battled with injuries. He had a number of years where he where he played pretty consistently. Yep. This one's going to be interesting. I, I I probably have Dalvin right around that sweet spot with you, maybe a little bit higher, but yep. it it's it's going to be challenging. Um, in terms of red zone touches per game, he had about three and a half red zone touches per game. So again, he got the opportunities, uh, a little over three targets per game. If you can, our, our Mendoza line for uh, a running back, especially in PPR leagues in terms of targets is three. If you can get three targets a game, that's pretty banging because we know yep. it's a high percentage pass when it's going yep. to running backs. Uh, he did finish with 224 receiving yards and about 17 receiving yards per game, 34 yep. receptions on this season. So pretty respectable. Yep. Here, here's the thing about Dalvin Cook this season. Okay. He only had six touchdowns. Yeah. You know, that offense was, uh, I think they, unfortunately, I mean, with Adam Thielen going down, he went down, Irv Smith went down. I'm surprised by that. Like, he should have had yeah. more, right? He should have had more. Um, but I mean, what are we going to do with this team? I mean, the coach is gone. The GM is gone. The cur- the quarterback could be gone. Adam um, Thielen limped up. No, they, they, look, there's, there's not going to be a better quarter. Like, Unless they can get one of these guys like Aaron Rodgers or something like that, I don't see that. Not going to happen. No, it's not going to happen. Um, I, I think Watson. With, Watson's maybe, possible. Like Mike, Michael Dickinson p- nailed it when he mentioned Watson to me because we were talking about. It sounds more and more like Aaron Rodgers is going to be gone, and that whole division is going to be wide yeah. open. Why would you, as a Watson, if I was Watson, why wouldn't you want to go to a weak? division and dominate it and you can have cook jj irv smith back you can have that you you could walk into a really good offense i mean that would be something to think about i just don't know if Minnie has the ammo 
we don't have Alan Sozlowski on the pod. So, so Clipboard Jesus is, is, is coming in admirably with the wet blanket. He's saying uh, Cook's going to be replaced this year. Book yeah. it. All right. I can, I, hey, man. He's on I, I that down foot, but I don't see yeah, that. It's, it's, not, it's not inconceivable, Clip. We're, we're seeing with all these other guys. Okay. Like, to be honest, like, if, if, if they aren't going to try and win with Minnesota, like, they could just blow that whole thing up and just rebuild it yeah, with a new GM. Absolutely. Yeah. It could happen. It could happen. It could. Let's go on to number eight. You got Javante yes. Williams. Oh, and man. Listen, okay. Javante Williams, you cannot deny the talent. Uh, yeah. He, I'm this not entirely be... sold. It's going to be interesting, right? MG3, it was pretty mm-hmm. much a 50-50 timeshare with, 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 with Melvin Gordon last year. And, yep. yes, we know he's, he is a free agent. But if you're Melvin Gordon and the Broncos, say, land a guy like Aaron Rodgers and they want him to come back, wouldn't you come back if you're Melvin Gordon? Did, like, did I don't think it's going to be. His, I don't think. I don't think it's going to be his decision. I think who it's going to honestly come down to money. Though? I think it's going to come down to money. Take? What do you mean? Who else would they take? Okay, I mean, so they they can just draft a, a guy. They can just draft a jag Not in the guy. fourth round, yeah. and just have somebody eat up touches for JW and J, lean JW sixty forty. Um, like a Kyron like, Williams type thing. Yeah, like. I would not want Kyron Williams there. Like that would that would make I like Kyron um, Williams, so like that would actually too. that would hurt me a little bit. You know, like maybe a a Ricard White or you know like a nasty, like, like a, a, a Brian Robbins. Brian Robinson is going to be like a fifth or sixth round pick or a Jerome. Like yeah, like some I don't know somebody in the Jerome, fourth and Jerome beyond. Ford. Yeah, Jerome I was Ford's actually or, or the kid out of the BYU at uh, what's his name? Um, Tyler Algier. Algier, yes. I, yeah. I just got done watching film on uh, some yeah. games on him. Um, he is something else. He runs hard and runs level yeah. with those pads, boy. But uh, gonna, we'll get to rookies at some point. But yeah, you're right. Okay, so what you're what you're basically saying is they'll they're not going to have money. Yeah, yeah, they're not going to have money. They're going to bring, especially if they get Aaron Rodgers. That's the thing. What if they don't have any dr- damn draft picks? Like, are they really going to take? If, say they sell all the draft picks or early round ones, and they have a yep. bunch of fives and sixes. Are they going to waste those on running backs? No, they're going to – I'm telling you that they could go get Marlon Mack. They could go get uh, – a Sony Michelle would terrify me if he went to the Broncos. Um, That would be a problem. Um, But Marlon Mack would be okay with me. That's a decent guy. That's a backup that can get – take, you know, give a JW a blow here and there when he needs it. Um, But JW, man, I think when – if you look at when they drafted this guy and you watch the video of the scouting – and the GM of the Broncos, man, all they were saying was this guy is the guy and that they thought he was Nick Chubb and that they are in total fuck. They believe so hardcore into this guy. I I think they, I think they weren't trying to get him hurt this year and they weren't trying to waste his mileage this year on a year, a dead year where they had no chance and I think that's why Melvin Gordon was perfect for them to be able to just give it to him and keep this guy healthy, keep him fresh, keep him until they get a real quarterback in the house and they can make a run. Um, Let them learn to be a pro, basically. Protect, you know, protect yeah. them, man, while they're yeah. doing nothing. Um, and I, I, I really believe A Rod is going to be a Bronco now, like that. Like there's too much fire. I think it's going to happen. Um, Adams wants 30 million a year. I can see Adams being told, okay, you can leave now too. And I can see him going to the Broncos and 
that offense is just going to take off. Like that offense, if if that if those two guys go there, they will be in the Super Watch Bowl out. next year. Yeah. Oh no, they shit. will be. No shit. Yeah, I'm I'm pretty bullish on Javante. Man, yeah. I'm so I'm so damn worried about his usage. That that's the only thing that gives yeah. me a little bit of hesitation. I got right, you. Right it's, around, a, it's a yeah. it's a Gibson issue. It's the same thing, yeah. right? Like absolutely. Like it's the only thing that make people nervous is uh the just the volume and that. I, but we'll see. Let, let me tell you, let me tell you this. If if I'm if I, if I'm in a hundred drafts, I'm probably drafting Cam Akers eighty percent of the time over Javante Williams. But it's, okay, it's close. I respect Those two that, guys dude. Are pretty close. Yeah. Yeah. I respect that, um, and I wouldn't. I would not. Honestly, ten through eight, you could yeah. rotate all those guys. Like you can do whatever you want, but that's just how I got it. Jennifer, you're here, What's up, girl. Hello, Jennifer. How you doing? Thanks for coming. Thanks for watching. Mac will be a waste if uh, Mac will be waste if if they sign him. Is what Clip's telling us. So he's a uh, he's a jag. Be, he's yeah. he's just a jag. Like yeah, he's, he's not he, he's not signing somewhere to be the guy. That's never gonna happen. No, like, no, I no, just, no. But, I'm just telling you. He's a perfect timeshare back, brother. He's a perfect. He is. He's back. a perfect guy. Like he's. Yeah. He's a perfect guy. Yeah. Okay. Let, let's let's get into your next pick, number seven. Number seven, Antonio Gibson. All right. So the world knows how you feel about Antonio Gibson. Okay. So here's the um, Gabagool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he finishes the RB nineteen in terms of um, points per game. He played sixteen games, which means he was relatively healthy for most of the game. Fourteen point eh, yeah. Fourteen point three two points per game. Uh, pretty respectable overall, yeah. and I haven't been doing this. I should have been doing it in terms of uh, rushing yards. He had 1,037 and 10 total touchdowns, 42 yep. receptions for 294 yards. Yep, pretty respectable. Here, here's one of the things that uh, that I loved. He had 12 breakaway breakaway runs, which Boom. was uh, top 10 in the league. Right? Hell yeah! That's that's the thing that Antonio Gibson can give you. He can give you those big plays anytime he yep. touches the damn ball. Yep. Um, Washington, we just talked about it at the start of the show. They need to get a damn quarterback. They need they a do. competent offense, right? Because uh, and uh, Terry McLaurin, uh, Antonio Gibson, these guys, their talents being wasted if they don't have a competent. Their window, team, so. I'm telling you, their their window. They got a two year window here, three year window of a yep. good team. If they have a quarterback, um, I think they know this. I think they're going to address it this year. I'm hoping. I'm hoping that's another spot Watson can go to that would just. I think he, Watson would be a top five quarterback over there. Uh, and I mean, Watson's going to be a top quarterback. Anyway, no matter what. Yeah, no matter yeah. what. I understand that. But Terry McLaurin would end up being a top eight wide receiver. Um, like, that's what would end up having top seven. You know, maybe top five. Brandon, like, that's how good Watson is. You know that gif of Antonio Banderas? And he's just yeah. like, yeah, go, I got you. That, I got that's, you. That, that would be that. Would be that. Dude, Desperado, that was a good movie oh, back yes. in the day. Des Desperado. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Hey, Woo. hey, young boys out there, watch Desperado. Oh, yeah. you, watch you, Desperado. You won't, you, you won't, you won't be uh you won't, you won't be it. hating it. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. But I love so, Antonio Gibson. I think he's gonna be probably drafted right around where he was drafted last year. Late I do first, too. early second. Yeah, That's I do too. Yeah. I think we were a year too early on his big, big breakout. Um yep. But I think with JD McKissick being a free agent, I think with that neck injury, I mean, do they really bring him back? Like he's, you know, I, I don't know, but they loved him. They really did. Like it wasn't the fact that Antonio Gibson was a bad running back and that's why he wasn't getting the usage. It was the fact that JD McKissick was a coach's pet and they loved yeah. this guy. JD like they McKissick just loved him. Good. He was hashtag yeah. good. He was a great good. satellite back. Yeah. Yeah. He was a great satellite he's good, back. man. I just don't know if, if 
I don't know if he's going to be back with Patterson there. Patterson showed that he can he can fill in when need be. Um, I just don't know if they're going to pay this guy and pay JD to bring him back, but we'll see. Um, but I, I'm I'm projecting if he doesn't come back, Gibson. I mean, Gibson has if he gets the same usage from week eight mm. and to week seventeen as he was getting, then he is a top five back. If you do the splits between week eight and the end of the season versus week one and weeks through week seven, the splits are very apparent. And yeah. you can see if if the volume is there, Gibson has that top five upside we talked about last year. And I think that's when we I think we see it next year. I really do. I think and we all we both gotta understand Gibson was a wide receiver in college. He's only been a running back for two years. He's finally seeing the plays develop a little bit this year towards the end of the season. He was a bit more patient. He was waiting for those holes to develop. He was letting his blockers get set. He was actually – in the beginning of the year, he did – he was running into those uh, gaps a little too early, and he was getting tackled. And that was – that I wasn't liking what I was seeing early in the season. And then it started flowing again, and he was becoming a running back. And that's what – I saw his growth, his vision, the growth in his vision was there uh, throughout the season last year. Yeah. And he got to touchdowns. He had 10 touchdowns on the yeah. season, which is pretty damn respectable. That's what so you I love want, it, man. Gibson. Yeah. yeah. Here's the thing. Here's the thing about running backs, right? When you're, you, you want to draft for talent, you want to draft for opportunity, but you also want to look at running backs on a good team, right? Right. Because then they're in an opportunity to score and that's how you're really going to make your hay, right? We, we, we right. talked to it with Dalvin Cook. Great opportunity. Didn't get to touchdowns. Disappointment on the season. Uh, Antonio Gibson finished as the RB19 in terms of points per game, which is, again, pretty damn respectable. But for the but season, he was an RB11. Um, yeah, for exactly. Season. In terms of, because, he, because he stayed healthy this year. Which is yeah, he stayed healthy. And that's another thing I didn't even talk about. The man yeah. was injured from week three through week eight. Um, he was on the injury report for a fracture in his shin. Um, oh, to be yes. able to play through that and man up and play yeah. through that, that, that just – especially on a bad team. Like, yeah. I, like some of these pros would just hang it up and be like, no, I ain't coming out there until, you know, I have to on these bad teams. Um, so we'll see. I, I respect the hell out of Gibson's game and he's just getting started. He's just getting started, baby. You know, who's also just getting started. Your number yes. six running back Deandre Swift. And Deandre Swift had a hell of a season. He ended up mm-hmm. only playing 13 games, got injured on, on Thanksgiving. It was just, just decimating your, to your fantasy team, you know, because yep. he was doing so well. And where you drafted him late third, early fourth was just an absolute steal. Steal. Um, yeah. yeah. So in terms of some, like, the pure counting stats, he did average 16.707 fantasy points per game on, of course, 13 games. Dude, he had fucking six targets per game. For That's what I was just going to ask you. Six, tar- yeah. six targets. That's yeah, he had double. 62, yeah. He had 62 receptions. Ooh. Okay. We talked Holy about shit. Najee Harris, who we'll talk about a little bit later. We talked about Najee Harris. Najee had 74 receptions. Austin Eckler had 70. Jedra Swift had 62. Okay. And he for didn't even play the last three weeks. Yeah. He had 452 receiving yards. He has, he only had, here's the thing. He only had 617 rush yards. That's a problem. Seven, he only had yeah. seven touchdowns on the season, right? So yeah. it goes back to what we just talked about with Antonio Gibson. The talent is there. The opportunity That's is there. It. But he's not on a good team, man. Yep. And that worries me a little bit, again, for his total upside. I think where you have him baked in right around uh, RB6 here, I think that's, you know. At, I know. That's thing, low guys. for you. I, I, well, I, oops. I, 
my heart when I when I was doing my rankings with my heart, I had him in like RB three, I think RB three. I think I knew you would say something like that. Yeah. But now, but now that you look at the counting numbers, you look at the the stats, you look at the opportunity, it's all there. The talent is fucking there, baby. It's there, man. But are we confident that the Detroit Lions are going to take a step forward next year in terms of yes, a team, hundred percent. Okay, but but are they going to go from a bottom team to a middling team? Because all that's all you want. You want a middling eight team. and eight. I think they can go eight and eight next year. Who's that? A, who's a that division's weak? Is Goff? I think it's going to be, be quarterback. It's going to be Jared Goff. It's going to be yeah. Jared Goff. They have so they're going to ride Jared Goff's contract. They can get out of it in twenty three without any without any big uh, penalty. Um, it's going to be Jared Goff next year. I think they're going to draft a guy in to to be an alpha wide receiver to run along Amon Ross St. Oh. Brown, and I think that's what's needed in that offense. And I think Jared Goff is competent enough to actually mm-hmm. get both of those working. And that line, the line play for the Lions was immensely better this year, like complete a lot better this year. And I think they're going to continue to build that line. They're going to get another weapon, and they're going to let DeAndre eat, man. And I think – Okay. So this is what's interesting, okay? So we've got uh, – Detroit, of course, is picking the number two overall in the draft next year. Yeah, but they also have a the 31st overall pick, roughly, or one of the top four basically right now um, because they've got the Rams pick. Right. So – you talked about a wide receiver being drafted. I, I think Traylon Burks, that sweet spot for the elite wide receivers is what, 10 to 15 typically? Yeah. Right? I think it's 10 um, to 15. Yeah. Yeah. So so Burks is going to be gone. Traylon's, I'm telling you. He's, he's going to be gone. A Drake London might be available, available there. Garrett Wilson will probably be available there. Those two names, um, yeah. Yeah. Amon Ra proved that he could be a target magnet, uh, but it's not. he's not a true alpha, right? So like a Drake London going to Detroit would kind of make sense. But then again – can Detroit go out and get uh, a free agent wide receiver? That that's going to be the question. They need. They can they need go get a Godwin? Can they yes. go buy buy a Godwin to buy a Mike Williams? That would be those two names are those two guys would fit there. Um, it sounds like Tom Brady is going to be retiring, so I don't see Godwin re-signing in t- Tampa Bay, guys. I think he's going to be on the move, um, and Godwin could go get the bag from Detroit That'd and. He's got to be a great season next year. Well, maybe not the whole season. I understand that, but it would be months. worth it. It would be worth yeah. it for him. Like it, yeah. it, like for Detroit, it would be worth it because they're building towards 23, 20 year, 24, yeah. you know? So that's an okay. That's a good signing for them to do. Cause they can wait. That's Brandon. That's a, that's a sharp, that's a sharp pick right there. Our boy, Mike welcome. That when the lions get better, they'll be biting off more than kneecaps. I don't even know what that means. That seems pretty damn like, yeah. I don't know, Mike. dude. I'm that telling seems you, a little questionable. I, Mike, when we when we talked about when Mike went on his tangent about the Lions, I think he, I think he is literally he had his, he's an oracle, right. and yeah. I think it's gonna be. I think that's exactly what's gonna happen. Um, I Aaron Rodgers is gonna be gone, and that division is wide open, guys. And I think wide that, open. like, I mean. That would be, I'm telling you, that would be, that offense is going to be all right, especially if they get Drake London or a Garrett mm-hmm. Wilson in there. Mm-hmm. Or like those two guys are alphas. And yeah. I, I, I think that's what last year's, you know, we were starving for the big wide receiver last year. We got him this year, guys. We got him this year. Drake London is Mike Evans esque. 
and yes. Vincent Jackson esque. And I am exi- I'm ecstatic for Drake London this year. Even though his separation numbers aren't good, I get it. But this dude's a man, and he's yeah, a yak monster ball guy. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. All right, let's let's move on. Let's move on. Otherwise, we're going to be here all day. Let's let's go with your top five running backs. Okay, here we go. So at number five, you got Derrick Henry. At number four, Joe Mixon. Number yep. three, Austin Eckler. Yep. Number two, Najee Harris. And of course, number the one, goat. one, Jonathan Taylor. Goat. Let's start with Derrick Henry. Okay, so Derrick Henry, in terms of the points per game, I mean, the man only played uh, eight games on the season, so half the season. <laughs> Dude, he was so number weird. one. He was number one in points per game with 24.16 points per game. He had 36 red zone touches in those eight games. That is absolutely insane. That's um, that's just okay. nasty. <laughs> on eight games, on eight games, he had 937 rush yards and ton- 10 touchdowns. Here's a kicker. He had 18 receptions for 154 yards. Okay. So that means he could have 40 receptions, guys, if that's he would have finished good. out the that's season disgusting. healthy. Yeah. So that's insane. Um, he did play last week in the divisional round and he clearly was unhealthy. He had he was right. metal plate. He had a metal plate in his damn foot, right? I mean, give the man some yeah. respect. But he came yeah. out, he played. Unfortunately, the Titans, well, I'm happy, but the Titans, unfortunately for Titans fans, the Titans lost. And uh I He's going to go here. I mean, I think some people are going to have him probably as like your number two or number three running back. That's too uh, high. I think that's, I think too, that's high. too high. Again, we, we we get we get into this discussion every year. He doesn't t- catch the ball. He he caught the ball. He caught the ball know, this man. year. Yeah. I, My, I, I, so okay. So the reason why I have him lower is a all the carries he's had in the postseason are starting to stack up, guys. That's why that injury happened. I think it, it was because of the touches. It's fine. Like, hey, man, your body breaks down at some point. I don't care who you are. Yeah. I think he has one more year. I think he's got one more year. I think the Titans have their window one is more one, more, one year. more year. That's it. That's yeah. it. I, Taylor Lewan is already talking about retirement, guys. Um, the that that when the minute Taylor Lewan is out of that door, I'm out of the Titans. Like they yeah. are not going to be able to protect. They are going to, it's going to be a massive hole. Um, Taylor Juan literally said, I'm going to come into this league dominant and I'm going to leave this play, this, this uh, league dominant. That means he does not want to push his career to where, you know, he, he can retire so early. He doesn't want to survive. He doesn't want to just survive. He, he, I'm telling you guys like prepare for this. I'm, I'm starting to prepare for this with AJ Brown, AJ Brown, He's about to get that bag from the Titans too this year. So he's going to be locked in for probably the next five years, well past the window. Um, I think that's going to be an issue um, later down the road, not next year, but the years down the road. Um, I'm going to ride AJ Brown for next year, but I'm going to move him sometime next year. Um, but AJ, but get out of here with AJ Brown. Like that. No, but no, I'm no. telling you, no, no, I'm telling you, like they aren't going to protect, be able to protect. And Henry. They their line, the reason they are so dominant is that line. That line play is very, 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 very good. If you look at Derrick Henry's big, big runs, they're off the left side where Taylor Lewan is. Okay. He had um, so so he had nine breakaway runs on eight games. That's yeah, pretty much a breakaway run a game. That's disgusting for a man. That That's side. sick. Like and yeah. and we're, and breakaway runs is 20 yards and plus, right? Like that's 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 massive. And I just feel like the Titans window is closing and which means Derrick Henry's is closing. Um, but one more good year. I'm okay with them in the top five, but 
before that, I couldn't do. I would take Joe I Mixon think, ahead I think, of him. No, I, I'm taking I'm taking Henry before Joe Mixon this year. Uh, your number four back is Joe Mixon. Yep, I am 100. I was notoriously low on Joe Mixon for pretty much because I wanted to see it first. Well, guess what? He finishes the top seven. You saw it this year. <laughs> he was going right around the mid to late second round last year. So I would say he outproduced. He outkicked his coverage, right? He outproduced. Sure. He overproduced, I should say. Sure. Um, 17.9 fantasy points per game. Overall, he had, let's see here. He had 1,205 uh, rushing yards, 16 total touchdowns. Say that again. 40, 16 total touchdowns. He had okay. 42 receptions for 314 yards. Okay. so 42, same man, as Gibson. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. So the man, the man can catch the damn ball. We mm-hmm. saw it this year. He was on a damn good team, right? Um, but really, I mean, if you were really to go micro and look at the game logs for 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 Joe, I I, I think that the, the vast majority of those numbers were kind of like mid season, right? When it and that's when mm-hmm. when since he took a turn, they realized okay, let's let's take a little bit away from Joe Burrow. Let's right. get Joe Mixon running the ball, and that's when they were productive. Yep. I think it's going to be really interesting to see his usage just this week uh, going up against KC. Um, I don't think you're going to be able to be able to establish a run. Um, their offensive line, one of the big reasons, look, people were never against Jamar Chase as a talent, right? Everybody nope. said he was a top, top probably three or four talent in the draft. But oftentimes you don't want to be drafting a, a, a wide receiver if you have a glaring need at, at, at O-line and mm-hmm. their generational talent available in the draft, right? Rashad Slater. Um, Penny Sewell Rashad Slater was such a steal for the Chargers, man. Oh, yeah, he was. But but we saw it. Guess what? The, the Cincinnati Bengals were able to get it done. So I ask you, Brandon, okay, do you have any worries? Or, I mean, I think, and the most logical person is going to say, go out, get O linemen in free agency, pay them, yep, they will, your franchise quarterback. And that's going to be a boon for, for Joe Mixon. So yep. I don't hate this. I mean, I'm probably going to have him right around five, six, seven, right? So it's not, not the worst, but I will say I was wrong on Joe Mixon this year, this year, although during the fantasy playoffs, he didn't do much. So boohoo to that. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. Okay. So, I, so I Joe this. Mixon is my baby. I've been, I've draft, I've been a original guy on him since he came out of the draft. Yep. He is. Uh, just a freak talent, man. The guy is freaky. It was only it only came down to injuries for people, um, and I was willing to ride out those injuries as a dynasty guy, and I, it paid off this year a- in a big way. But Joe, like you said, I think there's room for him to grow with with the fact that his O lineman, his O line is just pure trash right now. Like the Shit. minute they can get some kind of line that doesn't get pushed into the backfield and he had a lot of uh dead runs of just like one yard zero yards uh negative yards because of just pass rush getting through and uh and rush getting through and be able to snag him behind the line before he could get started and if those can be reduced a little bit there's a little bit more growth in there that he can sneak into the top five very easily very easily and i think with joe burrow the fact is that Joe Burrow, I'm surprised they didn't run the hell out of Joe more this year um, early in the season with Joe coming off his injury like that. Here's what's actually interesting. Um, in terms of run blocking efficiency, when I look at your top 10 backs, yeah, uh, 
the the, the Bengals were actually second, only behind the um, no way Vikings in terms of run blocking efficiency. Yeah. So, and here's the thing: it's probably because they had to practice against T. Higgins and uh, Jamar Chase and uh, Tyler Boyd, right? Yeah, so, light boxes all the time. He's yeah. gonna have light boxes constantly, constantly. He just because of the threats outside. I just think this whole offense is gonna grow in a big way um, in the next two years, and I think. I think if you're a dynasty guy, I know we're just talking about 2022 or 2022, but if you're a dynasty guy, I think the next three years of Joe Mixon is going to be fantastic. Um, Joe Mixon's 25. He's 25 and a half yep. years old. By next season, he'll be 26. We just talked about it. Yep. He's on. I know. You, I know. There's a, text, but he's been injured. and He hasn't had to carry on his career. Exactly. So, and I I don't yeah. see any of his bursts gone. Like when I start seeing bursts being reduced, that's when I start. You know, preparing yeah, for the back. downslide. Yeah, like absolutely. preparing. I don't see any issue with Joe Joe Bur- Joe Mixon and his burst and his his breakaway speed. I don't see any. I I think he is just getting started. And I think he. That's why they signed him to a big deal. That's why he's good. I mean, he's locked in there till what he was twenty seven. Till he's twenty seven in yeah. in Bengaland. So I, that's twenty seven's a. I mean, that's still pretty young. I mean, it's, it's not it's, that re- bad. it's respectable. He's had injuries yeah. in his career. That's that's one of the whole reasons I was and a lot of the fantasy community were were reluctant to draft him yeah. high this year. He's going to be a first round pick next year. Like he will or not. be, hundred um, percent. I'm not sure. I mean, a lot of them. If he's, going in, the top, if he's going in the top <laughs> six, I probably won't have much Joe Mixon. If I can get him at the back end of the first, that's where I'm more comfortable with him. But I don't. Hate I set so hate when I I set my rankings to where I think. If I like a certain player and I want those players on my roster, I put them above the consensus so I can get them in my rankings. So people, if, if you guys are looking at my rankings, drafting, you will get these players. I believe highly in before everybody else. I don't think many people have Joe Mixon in their top five this year coming into their best ball. I think they're like you said, he's more probably in the six through eight zone. That would be a good Um, spot. That'll yeah, be a good spot for him. Let's I'm move on. We will yeah. be here all day. We got Let's 10 minutes. Let's move on to your number three. He's my number two, Austin Eckler. Yeah. And Austin Eckler had an absolutely epic season this year. I yeah. mean, look, the question was the question was, Brandon, for Austin Eckler, is the man going to get the red zone touches? Well, guess what, ladies yep. and gentlemen? The man he got, got <laughs> He got the damn red zone touches. <laughs> him and Jonathan Taylor, who we'll talk about in a second here, had 20 touchdowns total on the season. Like, holy crap. So Austin Eckler, in terms of raw counting stats, he had 911 rushing yards. He had 70 receptions for 600. Jesus. Yards. Yeah, the only man who had more was uh, Najee Harris. Yeah. 74. Just absolutely insane. It was pretty That's, crazy. Dude, I mean, what can we say about Austin Eckler? He's he's one of us, okay? He's one, he's of, one us. of us. He's a fantasy he knows. player. He embraces he knows. the fantasy community. We dude, love, he we does, love and I, I mean, he literally plays his butt off for us. He knows not to f- fall down at the one. He he, he knows that people are yeah. looking for that <laughs> touchdown. He understands if you want a guy that that cares about your fantasy team like you do, you draft yeah. Austin Eckler. Like That's you right. draft Austin Eckler and you you take it to the bank that he will play big in big time moments through the playoffs, which he did when he was available, except for that one where Justin Jackson went berserk against the Texans. Um, imagine if he would have got those numbers, what Justin Je- Jackson did against the Texans. Imagine throwing those numbers on Austin Eckler's totals. I mean, yeah. it would even be even better. 
So I'm totally in on the Chargers offense. I love that offense. I'm in on it. I think it's going to be a fantastic offense next year. We're we're nitpicking at this point, right? But I've got Austin Eckler number two. I'm taking him. The only guy I'm taking ahead of him is is Jonathan Taylor this year. Yeah. Look, I can see that Eckler scores score twenty more touchdowns next year. It's hard to say. I mean, he's going to be twenty seven years old next year. But there you go. That's my biggest issue. The reason between what changed it for me between Najee and Eckler was the age. Is he going to yeah. be able to not break down? Is he not going to break down? He's a smaller back. He's a smaller back. He's going to get so many opportunities at the goal line next year. And he's got light boxes. He's got light boxes because he's got light boxes because of Herbert and Allen and Mike Williams. Hopefully Mike Williams resigns, stays in place. The whole offense can grow together. Then they can build. Because that 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 team is just ready to explode. I think I think they just need to learn how to win close games, man. Like yeah. the coach just needs to stop ruining winning opportunities and just just don't do stupid shit. Like it's yeah. literally that. Like it's all they would be in the playoffs right now. Like they would have been in the maybe. playoffs. Maybe no, probably they, maybe. they lost against the Chiefs and the Raiders because of dumb shit like that. Like. That they should have been in the playoffs, man. They should have. Yeah. Well, that's that's the margins, baby. It's the NFL. I, yep. What can I say about Austin Eckler? He's going to be fantastic for your superstar next year. Yeah, it's, it's going to be fantastic. Uh, your number two back is Najee Harris. We talked about him because, yep. well, my God, Najee Harris had opportunity. What do you think is going to happen next year? So let, let's actually let's just say the numbers first, okay? So he had twelve hundred rushing yards, ten total touchdowns. He had seventy four receptions. For 467 yards. That's disgusting. That's disgusting. Okay. So if we get a guy like. Um, okay. Pause for a sec. Pause. Before you start good. speculating, we're always speculating. Okay. Uh, hey, man, this is off season. Speculation away. The Steelers came out today and said it's probably going to be Dwayne Haskins or or Rudolph. I don't give a so, fuck what they say in no, public. You're right. You're right. <laughs> look, they might go and draft a quarterback. Okay. Uh, Kenny Under- Pickett. 100%. A lot of people love Kenny Pickett, the pit guy going to Pittsburgh. But if that doesn't happen, let's just say status quo, it is where it is. Do you really think that Najee Harris, that, like that up, that upside is going to be there if okay. they have a crappy running back or a quarterback, you're- excuse me? If they don't, about- if they don't address the quarterback situation, I'm dropping Najee Harris yeah, to we'll round adjust. four. We'll adjust. No. I'm dropping him to four. And how? I, okay, if they Brandon, because be there is no dude. No, Wait, no. Sorry, you got him four or RB four. RB four. RB four. I'm RB four. All right, you had not round four. For not round four. Right. No RB four. I'm dropping him yeah. to the RB four or maybe even five because yeah. that. If they don't address the quarterback situation, I'm I'm assuming they will because it's so horrendous right now that yeah. they have to. They have to, man. And they got too good of they have a turnkey offense right now. Okay. Mm-hmm. I think they under I think their GM understands that. I think their window with that offense is probably they're pretty young. They're pretty young. So they can have a good size four-year window with that offense if they kept everybody claypool if they kept deontay if they keep Najee, and they build that o-line they got to build the o-line but kenny pickens is a why not man i I mean why not like i can see that i mean i really can see that they have all they know more if they don't take kenny pickens and they have the opportunity to that says more to me about uh, kenny pickens than anything else 
that that tells me more because they Pitt, know everything about that guy. Pitt doesn't pick until number twenty, so it's. it's I understand they're going to they're have, gonna have to move have up to twelve. Up. Yeah, they'll have to move up to, to to get one of those guys. Let's let's get on to your number one back. Yeah, what is there to say here? What is there to say <laughs> about one beautiful Jonathan Taylor? Taylor? Look, what is there to say about Jonathan Taylor? Let's talk about it, okay? So Jonathan Taylor finished second in points per game on the season, only behind Derrick Henry with yep. 21.95. The man had... Ay, ay, ay. <laughs> yeah, 1, go 000, ahead. 1,811 rushing yards. Fuck. He had 20 touchdowns. Yes. He had 40 receptions for 360 yards. The man was an absolute monster. For those of you who said that he couldn't catch the damn ball, shame on you. Shame, shame on you. Shame. I I got nothing to say. I think he's going to be the consensus 101. I he think will be. that you would be, I don't know, playing games, I guess. Yep. Here's the thing, right? Like people sometimes try to get cute and draft uh draft uh somebody ahead of the 101. Like I know Flex Matt was drafting Austin or Alvin Kamara 101 this year. Uh, to me, that's like it's it's too hot takey, right? It's too hot takey. That's just trying and... to get attention there, Matt. <laughs> We love you, Matt. We love you, we Matt. We love you. you Got to come back on the show. But I think Jonathan Taylor 101 is going to be pretty consensus in all formats, whether it's it's your half-point PPR, yeah. your full PPR, your nasty discussing standard. If any analyst tells you not to take Jonathan Taylor at 1-1, just unsus- unsubscribe, delete the Twitter handle, never look at that page again. It's that yeah, simple. I think that's, I think that's pretty simple. Look, it's, it's, it's too hot picky. It's clickbait. And look, maybe Brandon, maybe we need more clickbait to get to get more. more I guess more, so. Uh, I mean, I guess, but we're, we're not. We're too reasonable. Like we're yeah. too reasonable. Like you know, that's what I'm saying. But but what? Who is the guy? What I want to talk about yes. is who is the guy that isn't on that list? All right, you want to talk about some of your honorable mentions real quick here? Let's talk about some of your honorable mentions, okay? Christian McCaffrey, there he honorable is. Mention, that's who I want to talk list. about? Alvin Kamara. Nick Chubb. Those are your three guys that, that round at your top, I really guess, top 13 backs. I think it's interesting. Christian McCaffrey, we were talking about this in one of our group chats. Yep. And, okay, l- let's go back to the question. Where are you drafting Christian McCaffrey next year, and where is he going to be drafted next year in drafts, Brendan? Okay, so I'm going to wait until the second round to get him. I'm, like, top of the second round. I think that is value. Is there anybody else more deadly when they're healthy like this guy has more talent and ability in P- especially in ppr leagues he yeah. can just crush and that's what i'm worried about fading him i'm actually terrified of fading him yeah, because he just, like he, he, he i'm games. he finished fifth with points per game with 18 exactly it's not okay, the fact so. that he's not elite like the dude is elite when he plays yeah. it's just he is he gonna play like yeah, almost that's six the hardest per game. Part. Almost six targets yep. per game. We know what Christian McCaffrey is. Scary to fade it's, him. It's the same thing with Saquon Barkley. It's just it's it's the injury discount. Alvin Kamara. I'm guessing it's just because that team is going to be an absolute disaster. It's over. It's over. Like no. it's over. I think I think they I think they trade Alvin, and I think the minute they trade Alvin, Michael Michael Thomas is going to freak out and say, "Get me the hell out of here too." Who? Who? My, Michael Thomas. Who? And who? I think who's, who's uh, Michael Thomas? Uh, slant, slant God himself is going to get the yeah. hell out of uh, yeah. New Orleans. And Crazy. I really believe the Saints, like if I'm Alvin Kamara, as soon as Peyton retired, 
I would, my agent would be talking to the GM saying, get me the hell out of here. Yeah. Like now, especially as a running back, because his life, he's only got two, two more years of elite status, maybe two more years. And I think for a team that like, let's, let's say Miami gets him with that. If if Miami grabs 27. I would totally wow. trade for him if I, I was didn't realize Nick Chubb was 26. Damn, I thought he was yeah. doing that. Wow, no, he's 26. Interesting. interesting. He's 26. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. Um, Alvin Kamara, you know what? I've heard um, it's over. Oh, I'm I don't sad. think it's over. I don't think it's I over. love him as a back dude, but he's going to have nobody that can get him the ball. Like nobody. And they're, I'm telling you, it, that's going to become a total shit show in the next, uh, the next year. Two years, we're gonna see the angst again. It's gonna be we're gonna have dudes with bags on their heads sitting there watching the game. It's gonna be that bad in New Orleans, real quick. It's it's gonna be bad. It's gonna I mean it's gonna be bad in a lot of these classes, like New Orleans, Pittsburgh, if they don't get a quarterback, like some of these traditional, like huge, crazy fan bases, they get hungry quickly. Unless it's gonna be who that nation you're gonna show up. If you don't have a damn quarterback, you don't have a damn coach. Hey, I will say this. This is my caveat. Yeah. If somehow Deshaun Watson becomes a New Orleans Saint, Alvin Kamara I mean, would can't, Alvin Kamara would rock it up. Listen, rock you can it. Caveat that for any of these quarterbacks. Okay. I understand that, but that's what, what you got to understand. That's so what you got to understand. Wanna, is this wanna, is the off season? Yeah, absolutely. So I want to just say one thing. So Clipboard is saying that he thinks that Haskins is underrated in his humble opinion. No, I agree with you, Clip. I think that Haskins could be a, a decent starting quarterback. I want to see it. What he's got to get his head right, right? You know, at the, at the at the NFL level to be elite to be a starter, especially at the quarterback position, you need to be a leader, you need to have your head in the game. If the man can correct himself, he sat on the bench for a year behind Big Ben, learn to be a pro, maybe. I'm just saying it's not out of the realm of possibility, Brandon Adam. okay? No. Stop giving me that damn Stink no. guy, all right. I'm telling you, dude. There's no chance of that. <laughs> I'm tell- like, <laughs> okay. there's no chance of that. The- yes, Haskins is a straight. He was a product of Ohio State, man. Like, let's just be real. Like, he had nothing but studs around him, and he was playing lower. He was in the Big Ten. If you're Ohio State, you have all the studs compared to the other schools. Like, it's just what yeah. it is. Like, real quick. I'm sorry, I'm not, I'm not buying it. I know I'm not buying. Okay, it, just top your head, lightning round style. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna lift off list off a few running backs, and you're just gonna tell me what round are you comfortable drafting him in? Just top your head real quick. Leonard Fournette next year for drafting? redraft. If he signs, redraft. if he signs back in with Tampa Bay second round. Okay, round two, assuming that uh, TB is back. James yeah. Connor. Uh, God damn it! This one, I this is the one that makes me. Quick lightning run. Come on, brother. Let's go. Let's go. Mid second. Mid second. Mid second. Again. Okay. Assuming that he's still with the cards. Aaron yeah. Jones. Late second. Late early second. third. David Montgomery. Same. Okay. Third. Here's one. Here's one guy that I'm particularly fourth. Actually, with. fourth for David. Sorry. Fourth round. Good. Elijah Mitchell. I'm out. What? I'm not going to be drafting Elijah Mitchell. I love Elijah Mitchell. I'm taking him in the second round. He'll probably be a third round pick. I, I think that's going to be. He's a not draftable for me. I, wow. I, what makes what makes me nervous about Elijah Mitchell is that Kyle Shanahan likes his uh, games. He plays too many games, man. 
and the that bothers me as an owner and i just don't like buying into the backfield there at high you premiums. know what shanahan likes he likes winning damn games and elijah Mitchell's yep. gonna get you there oh, okay man, I think I, we're gonna be fine okay that's it that's it well, right. let's, let's end it there brother so of course where right. can the good people find you on twitter twitter brandon d adam 19 is my handle um hit me up let me know if you want more deeper rankings i'll send them to you private dm or whatever you want or we'll talk about them on the show yeah we'll talk about it on the show too of course you can follow us on twitter at the flex network one we are here we're just getting started for 2022 it's going to be a fantastic year so for mike we missed the show yeah i'm flex shane and we are flex network This is the Flex Network. <laughs> this is the Flex Network. Flex on them. Flex on everybody. This right here is the Flex Network. Yeah. Oh.